can learn to be a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin jack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live with you every Sunday morning, seven to nine or podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms, 24, seven, 365. Just go to the outdoorzone.com, our brand new website. You got to go see it. The outdoorzone.com. You can contact us there for more information. Hey, this segment of the show brought to you by McBride's guns. McBride's guns is our family owned gun shop here in central Texas uh family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer whether you're looking for a new rifle shotgun personal carry or special order firearm the staff at mcbrides can help looking for your personal carry or referral class one place mcbrides looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice mcbrides guns you'll find at mcbrides you'll find mcbrides in the same place it's been for years corner of 30th and lamar call them 472-3532 online at mcbridesguns.com because mcbrides guns is our hometown gun shop so um the challenge out there uh you're watching an old cowboy movie and (laughs) they're riding across the range and the guy gets off his horse and all of a sudden He's bitten the leg by a giant rattlesnake. He grabs it. He throws it down. He takes his gun, shoots it, and then uh, and then he goes over and he bites the head off and spits it out. No, well that that may be one episode, but I didn't see that one. And so then he goes over and he he cuts the cuts the bite and starts sucking on it and spitting the blood out. And man, this guy's gonna have a tough go of it. Well, is that really what you do? Um, it, it is a rare occasion in our country now for someone to die from a rattlesnake bite, but it does happen. There was a six-year-old boy in Colorado Springs recently that was bitten and, uh, and didn't make it. And, um, it's rare. The last time somebody in Colorado was bitten by a rattlesnake and died was 2017. And that was a 31 year old, uh, Colorado guy bitten near golden Colorado. 
Uh, on average, it's estimated Colorado sees 200 rattlesnake bites per year. The Center for Disease Control Prevention said nationally there are seven to 8,000 people bitten by venomous snakes annually, resulting in about five deaths per year. That's in Colorado, though. Just one. Well, day. around the country, around the country, nationally, they're yeah. saying there's 200, uh, there are seven to 8,000 people bitten by venomous snakes annually in the U.S. I got you. Seven to 8,000. So, uh, what do you do in that situation? You just, you just, you're walking across the farm and you get bit. <laughs> Is that what? what it sounds like? Or, or is it like when, when people say they get shot, they don't hear any noise? You know, they don't hear the bullet, the, the gunshot. Could, you heard that? No, I didn't hear that, but I believe that. Depends but on, any, so what's the first thing you do? Grab your whistle. I like the list of, <laughs> I like the list of what things don't you do, but... Well, we could start with what you don't do, yeah. which is continue taking the selfie. <laughs> that would be I mean, you know, one. people are going to do that, but it says if the snake's still in the vicinity, get away from it. If you can do it safely, take a photo of the snake for identification. So you can show them what kind of snake it was. Uh, find a place where you can lie flat and rest comfortably, remain calm. Uh, if you're in a group, send one person from that group to go get help. Uh, and it says use a compression, uh, compression, uh, don't, don't do a, uh, a, uh, tourniquet. Because that will cause, that is the reason why they got to cut your leg off hmm. or your arm off. But they say do a compression where you just have a piece of gauze and you just kind of push it on the spot. It says clean it with soap and water and then push a piece of gauze on the spot and hold it there. I guess because if you use a turn, this is just my guess, and I'm not a highly trained uh, doctor. I've just watched a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, I guess as a joke, man, y'all guys got to lighten up this morning, but I guess that, uh, no, it's actually, a, you could watch a lot of YouTube videos and learn stuff. So it's not I all know. that. Well, uh, but no, no, but not a doctor rating. I mean, but I think, I think the idea is that if you use a tourniquet, you're holding it all in all that venom. What are you holding it into one place? And so that part gets completely infected and uh, if you just apply pressure, the venom diffuses across a greater surface area, so it doesn't do direct damage to all that. It just my, does a little bit of damage. My understanding is you apply it like you would a strained ankle or um, put that gauze tight enough around there not to cut off circulation fully, but just a little bit to prevent venom from going through the bloodstream but not cut off the flow of blood to the limb. Or so that is, that is correct. And the other thing that uh, make sure you get any rings, bracelets, watches, that kind of stuff off, especially rings, because mm -hmm. you're going to have swelling. 
And a lot of times that happens and they got to cut your rings off or causes other problems, which, um, so that's a number one, but it says, do not apply oral mouth suction to the bite. <laughs> These are the don'ts. The don'ts. Okay. Do not make any sort of incision around the bite. Man, every movie, every cowboy movie is now disaster. I know. Play. Everything I learned as a kid has I been know. debunked. But they also had the average death rate of like 42 years old in a cow <laughs> in those cowboy days. So, so we probably yeah. learned a few things. You got to remember that part. So they, they also talk about the snake bite kits with the suction removal. I got one of those in my deer blind. It says, don't use it. Dang it. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I know. I, I thought for sure you would try and do something like that, but it says don't. Who's saying this? Who's writing this? This is the Colorado Department of natural resources snake bites have they had hey well, i'm just going by what the government is telling you if you don't listen ask, to the government i want to ask the guy in the in the snake die. pit snake pit at the at the traveling snake circus that's the guy i want to talk to <laughs> how oh, do you, you want to talk are to you the guy the rattlesnake walking. yeah roundup yeah yeah do not apply ice or hot packs that surprised me i thought ice would slow it you know, slow it down, right? Yeah. It just do yeah. not engage in strenuous physical activity. <laughs> Help me. I can you run away. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> the ice, that's the first thing my wife would say would say, put ice on it. Put a hot compact on it. Or Windex. Or, or WD forty. Um don't give the victim anything to eat or drink. You pretty do much not, are not allowed to do anything. Do not waste time. <laughs> or take additional risk is what it says. Do not waste time or take additional risk attempting to kill or capture the offending snake. That's oh, that sucker's going to be doing. dead. It's, yeah. it's, that's what you start with, right? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I ain't identifying it with a cell phone picture. I'm identifying it <laughs> with the Do you remember seeing that picture that I took, TJ, when I... Uh, was elevating my blind yeah and yeah. as i put the farm jack under there and i was like click 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 and then it got up about six inches like what is that sound what an idiot but you know what i didn't even it didn't even occur to me like what is that sound it sounds like wind blowing uh something it, you know just kind of a a rough like what is that and i so i looked down I get down on all fours and I look underneath there and about three inches away from my face is this rattlesnake head with his fangs open. And I jumped back as fast as I could. He didn't do anything. He didn't strike. And I had that um, at 380 with me. And I remember unloading all but one round into, well, you saw the pictures. Three holes were in my deer blind. <laughs> the the rest went through that rattler, and when the I put jack it in, no longer worked for yeah. some reason. And when you <laughs> saw, it, well, I cut the head off, and the freakiest part of the whole thing was that it moves around for about forty five minutes to an hour after you've cut the head off, and it's got bullet holes in it. And this thing was all the way across the vehicle. I mean, it was six seven feet long. 
But yeah, that's that. Those snakes still moving around after you cut their head off is that's a dead sign that it's a part of Satan's plan. Rattlesnakes. Hey, if you kill a snake and put it across the hood of your truck, then you need to take it to Sun Automotive. Make sure there aren't any more snakes in there. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to auto repair and maintenance need, brake repairs, transmission services, automotives, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Ready to go? You can go see them at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook all week for great maintenance tips and specials. Sun Auto Service. Coming up next, Peter Report. You can only get it one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Muckhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. It's not summer without a reunion at a park, especially at a ballpark where thousands of people gather, but no one needs icebreaker games or name tags to tell an aunt from a third cousin because at this joyful get-together, you're united by one game and state pride and that glorious T logo and the need for escape and a good picture together in what has been a local tradition for 50 summers. Yeah, it's not summer without Texas Rangers baseball. Summer with us at TexasRangers.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Alright. Alright, welcome back. The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes, sir. Now Maxwell Super Center. Oh man, make this the summer event, Jeep summer event, uh, with more Jeeps winning awards like the 2020 Kelly Blue Book Best Resale Value. Start making summer memories in a new Jeep today during the Make This the Summer event at the Nile Maxwell Super Center. Buy it, build it, and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. That's right. You can go there, and they'll help you build out the exact Jeep you want. Make room for adventure in a new Jeep Wrangler crafted to provide the comfort, room, and style you want. The Wrangler fills any drive with endless possibilities. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with a larger inventory, more options than anyone else in town. At the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 621-83 in Austin. See all savings on NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. 
So really, uh, our PETA report includes a lot of different topics that kind of go along with the anti-crowd or the those folks who don't want you and I to do what we want to do. They're misguided. Uh, as Americans. Um, free. But the, American. Free. Yes, they're very misguided group American. of individuals, typically America. younger. So get this. Deflate this. <laughs> now, a new wave of attacks on SUVs is coming this way. Uh, at least that's the idea. At first reported by the drive, a decentralized group called the Tire Extinguishers uh, is promoting the idea of deflating the tires of as many SUVs as possible to help make it impossible to own a huge polluting 4x4 in the world world's urban areas. By deflating enough tires on these massive, unnecessary vehicles, the group... The group hopes to cause enough inconvenience and expense for their owners that people just stop driving big vehicles in crowded area. <laughs> oh my God. So they have come up on their website. Uh, they give specific directions on how to deflate the tires on an SUV. And now they're calling for, I don't know, soldiers to go out and deflate tires on SUVs. Now, this is not a stab it with a knife thing. I think it's probably it will removing, lead to that. The, removing the stem from the uh, inflator nozzle. Is that what it's called, the inflator nozzle? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping beef would kick in with the terminology because it's not coming into my brain at this moment. It is um, but I was thinking... I was thinking, and they're going after, and it can be an electric vehicle too. If it's a large electric vehicle, and it, I thought the the it was incredibly interesting. We cannot electrify our. They said do electric vehicles as well. It says we cannot electrify our way out of the climate crisis. There are not enough rare earth metals to replace everyone's car, and the mining of these metals causes suffering. Wow, that's the first good thing I've heard, dude. From there, they are eating themselves. <laughs> They're gnawing on their own legs. So uh, uh, a podcast I listened to not long ago on energy, and it had a philosopher uh, kind of breaking down. He he was a philosopher by trade or whatever, by education. That's what he did. But he was, um, you know, it specialized in the energy market, and it was very interesting. A podcast definitely worth the several hours that it lasted uh over the course of a you know a long time trying to listen to it but uh he spoke of the it you know when and we we kind of have a base to talk for the through this for being that we deal with the outdoors but that climate change or global warming is actually when does anybody talk about the positives of global warming like Warming weather allows more areas to grow things and trees do better and climates change. So the colder areas may get warmer, but then warmer weather also produces more water, more rain. And so we get more rain. We get warmer areas with things growing stuff. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And what these environmentalists are, are actually anti-human 
when you break it all down. So it, it, we're living longer now. We're living more comfortable now uh, in our lives. But yet, take away these things, these creature comforts, these things that get us to these places that l allow us to live a longer life. Now, I know this is really deep and probably <laughs> not for this podcast. Well, I don't know if it's really deep or not, but it well, is. it is. I mean, it can be. I'm trying to make it as I'm trying to simplify it, but it's truly anti-human being that these folks uh, like this are against anything that's of comfort for a human, right? I mean, that's the truth. All to change or or slow down an eventual change in climate. That's their goal. And the change in climate doesn't necessarily have negative effects is the irony behind the whole thing. Well, it may and move. It may make places that are hot right now even hotter or, you know, but it's going to move those those places that are cooler are now warming up and going to take place of that. So I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, but it's I, just uh, interesting. How I, they that it. is interesting. I think it's better, though, than having a uh, mini or what they used to call little ice age. You know, if you read about them back in the 1800s. Um, there were times in the United States, even in the area of Minnesota, Ohio, those upper northern, where they never, the snow never left all summer. They had. Well, and uh, there's there's snow on the mountains here where I am right now. So, but, but to circle back on these deflators, this new wave of terrorism that the antis are putting on people, the deflators. Um, so obviously these folks um, ride bikes into a well-to-do neighborhood and they start deflating tires on SUVs and then they ride their bikes out of that neighborhood and they go to the next big city. Um, I, I guess that's how they're getting around. They're obviously not driving around if they're anti-vehicle or, or I, I guess, I don't know. But Maybe you know what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is, they're going to get out on some guys. They're going to get out on some guys dually <laughs> and be out there messing with this dually. And he's going to come outside and he's going to pop a cap in somebody's dome. And it's going to be, well, you, you know, know, I thought it was well, interesting if, in 2000. I mean, in Houston, there was something that was written by a police officer saying that you're breaking the law. If you go up to somebody's tire and you let the air out, you are literally, it's a violation. Now, you got to catch the person first, <laughs> right? But it is a violation. You can't do that. Try out running a nine millimeter. It doesn't matter in cities like New York, Chicago, and Bay Area, like they're targeting uh, the areas that they're targeting, according to this article, because you won't get in trouble and you can't carry guns in those areas. So uh, the person that, does anything if you shoot somebody in new york chicago or the bay area likelihood of them being in trouble is very slim hey and so, i hate to bring this up during this time but what about that guy in new york that fought back against a guy that you know in that one of those little bodego um uh stores along uh the, the little grocery little, little corner grocery groceries store, and he pulled out a knife and gutted this guy and they came and arrested him. 
Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's pathetic. I mean, you just watch the video and you see that guy who was just a bully. And that chick, that, and they're not putting the chick in jail. She should be in jail too. So, oh, maybe we're, it, maybe it's a different video. I don't know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it, some yeah. girl was trying to buy, she's trying to use a food, food, uh, free food, government food card, to buy a that. bag of $3 potato chips. And, um, and she didn't have enough money on her card. So the guy said, You can't, you can't have it. You don't have any money on that thing. She goes and gets her boyfriend. Her boyfriend comes back. He goes behind the counter. He starts beating on this old guy that works there and pounding him. And he's going to drag him outside or drag him out behind the, from behind his booth. I mean, he goes over and he's got in the guy saying, Hey, don't, don't be cool. Let's, let's, you know, he's trying to get the guy to calm down. The guy just goes after him and the, the uh, storekeeper grabs a knife and just fillets him. And he dies and, you know, he's just protecting himself. And then they come and they take the storekeep to the clink. So that it's relates to up, the, what you were saying, Cody, about certain areas that they're targeting. And if you do something like New York city, right, that you may not be able to defend your vehicle or you're going to get in trouble with it. Now nah, you live in the wrong areas. You can't defend yourself these days in the United States, which is not, the United States of America, I know. Um, but I also know that t times are changing, things are changing, and uh, that will not change while I'm alive. But uh, you get that I cannot protect myself where I am in my household. Right. But you have to you. pass through areas when you're going on trips. Like when we talked about, hey, if I go through Illinois, what are my rights? You know, yeah, to I did. Myself. I called you and that was kind of interesting. So I'm, you know, on this drive to Michigan, um, several weeks ago and I called beefsteak and I'm like, Hey, you're, you know, this area, uh, what can I, I mean, I'm carrying and I'm driving through these areas. Am I allowed to carry in these, in these areas? And, uh, you know, I'm not going to explain exactly where I was or what I was doing or what I was carrying. Um, but, you know, the the license that I carry is not reciprocal in some areas that I travel. But as a United States citizen and uh, as an American that follows the amendments of the U.S. Constitution, the Second Amendment says I have the right to bear arms. And that's the law that I live under and I will live under. God bless well, America. Amen. It, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying anybody else has to live that way, but I am saying that there is an alternative health share program that you can look at. Altrua HealthShare, finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 uh, health share sharing ministry. Uh, not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Altrua HealthShare is a healthcare share ministry, which means that members commit to a standard, a statement of standard, which includes a healthy lifestyle. They contribute each month to an escrow, and the eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. You can find out how much you can save 
by going to see my friends and sponsor this year for uh, my fishing endeavors at myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, uh, speaking up, we'll talk about the Armed Citizens Report more on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24 7 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Diamonds Direct is making your summer shine with their store-wide summer sale. Get ready. It's July 22nd through 24th. The entire weekend, enjoy extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers flying in with all new collections. It's the buying opportunity of the season. Extra savings store-wide. Mark your calendar. July 22nd through 24th only. And only at Diamonds Direct. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. So, well, you can buy me a boat. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the number one outdoor show, The Outdoor Zone. Follow us on our new, brand-new website at theoutdoorzone.com. You can catch this show live 7 to 9 on Sundays or podcast on uh, all your favorite podcast platforms. Just go to the outdoor zone website or uh just um plug in the outdoor zone in your favorite podcast platform and uh, see if it pulls up if you don't see it there make sure you let us know so we can get it over there austin's hottest new restaurant shore raw bar and grill this morning for their brunch they got a steak and egg special come on now uh hey they have live music they have live music during the brunch they have music tonight music almost every night of the week they have absolutely rescued the live music capital of the world by bringing in the live music and the freshest seafood in austin wonderful house-made desserts and breads rick Wahlberg, jim snyder killing it at the shore they're located at highway 71 west at covered bridge just west of the y&o kill the shore raw barn grill shoreatx.com for more information, shoreatx.com for more information. Incredible, beautiful, wonderful place. Hey, we got two people that have texted in. We had Dan Cook from West Virginia said six weeks he's going to be uh, in Colorado. In six weeks, he'll be in Colorado uh, for two weeks on an elk camp, hunting elk. In six weeks, he'll be hunting elk in colorado that's pretty good mrs graney also said your wife would not tell you to put ice on a snake bite because the ice will vast constrict at the site and block blood circulation life over limb is more important (laughs) all right now it's time for this week's armed citizens report Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A homeowner who shot an intruder in California was justified in his actions, police say. Deputies arrived just after midnight on Wednesday, June 29th, to find one man had been shot by the 93-year-old homeowner 
in the 24,300 block of Eucalyptus Avenue in Moreno Valley, according to a news release from the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. The wounded intruder was taken to the hospital, listed in critical condition. Upon further investigation, police determined that several people, including the injured intruder, were inside the home when a gun was fired, police said. While waiting for deputies to arrive, the homer told dispatchers he had several subjects at gunpoint. <coughs> police said a witness reported seeing several people flee just before police arrived. The 93-year-old was unharmed. Police said he returned home after being questioned at the Marino Valley Station. <coughs> wow. So, <laughs> you, you 93-year-old, somebody's, somebody's dad, somebody's grandpa. Yeah, but a bunch think, of home invaders about, come into his place, and he took care of himself. Well, think we I've been watching the Band of Brothers again. We're going to do a uh, Tuesday night uh, uh, men's group, uh, you know, at church. We're going to actually watch that if you can believe it. And um, that's kind of men's group I want to be. Yeah, a part of baby. Right uh huh. A lot of good lessons and spiritual parallels with the Band of Brothers and how they reacted. But I was looking at those guys. They have them talk, you know, during the segments. And there's like a 93-year-old guy, and he was like, and he was one of Easy Company, the guy that went into Berlin and did all that and stormed Normandy. I think he can take care of himself, don't you? I mean, he's going to stand up and not let something like that happen. Doesn't well, matter America, if he's 93. That's what you do in America. Hey, and another thing that you need, and Cody and I love this. We bank with these guys, Keystone Bank. We love the ability to pick up the phone and call a banker and have a conversation about what we're trying to do. You can experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue, 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just went by there last week and saw that beautiful historic building. Or go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. Hey, TJ, before we get started on the next, um, I wanted to shout out to one of our uh, high-end, high long-term listeners or regulators as we call High them end. yeah brent mr brent he texted me last week after we were i said we i had a conversation with my brother-in-law why we were when they were down here he's from illinois and he said he'd never have a firearm in his house or in his car and that conversation came when i took mine out and put it in the council and uh, he was discussing with me that I shouldn't be doing that. And so instead of arguing <laughs> with him for the next hour in front of everybody while we drove, I made this simple analogy, just came to me. It's like, yeah, from now on, I'm not going to drive around with a jack or a spare tire in this vehicle we're riding in right now. I'm take that out. No reason to be prepared. 
I just call somebody and for help. And it went and this and after thinking about it, which I think was a good analogy. Thank you very much. He said, you know what? The only problem with that analogy is if you don't know how to use the jack or how to change the spare tire, then it's no good to you anyways. So the point that's where I had that's where I had the rebuttal that you shouldn't be carrying a spare tire in a jack if you don't know how to use it anyway. It's no good. It's pointless. The same way as carrying a firearm to protect you or your family. If you're not carrying a firearm, if you're if you don't know how to use that firearm properly, you should not be carrying it. So, or there is no point in you carrying it. So, well, what are the statistics on the millions of new firearm owners that have come into the firearm owner owners club over the last three years? Well, that's when we could talk to Cody, and this will take a whole segment. But the idea of making everyone do uh, LTC or just have open carry constitutional right, you know, license to carry forces you to go to the range and qualify and to have some gun safety. Why don't we just listen to the United States Constitution, as I said last segment, and live off the Second Amendment, and then let's just assume that the parents of the youth or programs like the Kids Outdoor Zone step up and teach the youth, and then we don't have to uh, worry about doing anything from a government standpoint or a regulated standpoint that uh, America you you don't have to be you don't have to be regulated when to eat dinner you don't have to be regulated when to water your grass well I'll I'll take that back that is regulated now in a lot of cities now isn't it uh hey I'm just not about regulations it's about whether or not you can properly take care of something if you don't know how to use the jack or do a tire so how do we teach them that i think tj had a good uh topic about hunter safety and it's now 50 years and we've gone from having dozens to a dozen of fatalities to one fatality in texas from hunting last year and that is huge and it all has to do we think with the proper training of gun safety and helping people as they get out to the outdoors. So how are we going to help people with the armed citizen and help them understand how to use this? What do you do? You, you said parents, Cody, well, should be teaching 50%, them. Yeah. For 50% of the world out there, you know, 50% don't have uh, a pair, a set of parents at home, but, for the other 50%, yes, it's 100% their responsibility to teach their child how to properly use a firearm. It should just be like brushing your teeth. That's how America should be. Right. Now, what about the other well, half like just that in bought- Switzerland, right? Yeah. In Switzerland, I think it's where they uh, require you to do two years military firearm training. Every house is required to have a firearm. I mean, there's some, there's some countries where it works. Um but you know but we still have to have a plan to help them out or do something because TJ uh made a uh statement Leave earlier he said earlier that there were all what 3.3 million new gun owners that have probably never fired before leave it to the nonprofits just like in America we leave it to 
for innovation, we leave it to the private citizens and private businesses to come up with the, you know, new, new businesses and new, uh, you got to leave it to us and well, the government stepping in and telling us what to do about a constitutional right is we're done. I'm done with that. I'm over it. They, this, this movement to amend the United States constitution that has led to the greatest country in the world, the superpower of the world is now being tampered with. And at that point, you radicalize those who just believe in what has worked. That's all there is. This so, has worked. So there was a uh, <clears throat> nonprofits train them. There was interesting. I was watching, and I think I talked about this last week, but I was watching some uh, Netflix series on uh, the World Wars, and um, and it was like we didn't want to participate in them. The whole country was saying, yeah, we're done with wars. We're not doing that anymore. I mean, we'd been beat up in World War One, And I mean, all those pre-World War One, and, uh, and then we get attacked at Pearl Harbor and, and the things that happened leading into World War One and World War Two, And it was interesting. I did not know this, but the president thought about it. And I guess Theodore Roosevelt was the one that I'm thinking of right now, but he, he, he brought industry together, brought the, the Titans of industry together, the, you know, the Fords and the Chevy guys. And, uh, and he said, man, we got to know how to, we got to figure out how to make airplanes and tanks. And he said, and he said, most countries that failed the communist countries, like the Germans and all those guys, everything was, they, it was mandatory labor camps to build their stuff. And the reason why America built everything and, and they just went from, you know, no planes to thousands of planes being built every year was because they just turned it over to industry. He said, okay, people are going to make some money on this, but we're going to turn it over to American industry and we're going to let them figure it out. And guess what? And it we, happened. And it, did. Just, it was right. the most incredible I mean, from shipyards, they said, well, you can't build a shipyard. They told th this guy, you can't build a shipyard in less than three years. In one year, you had a shipyard up producing ships. Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen it happen. Like, you know, the same let thing Americans happened to America, <laughs> you know, with this vaccine. They said, the you know, everybody that's been in government for so long uh, to develop uh, said it would take three years to develop a va vaccine and it got put up and. You know, Trump at the time said, here, here's a billion dollars for whoever comes up with the vaccine or whatever. <laughs> Warp throws speed. It up in the air. Right. And all of a sudden, it, like a few months later, we got a vaccine. It's not. Anyway, don't get me started. Man, golly. But get me all fired up here. But I'll tell you what else gets me fired up. That's GMC. And if you're looking for the perfect truck or SUV and you can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you just because it's not in stock. Doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell GMC will sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that best suits your needs. Uh, just a great GMC Nile Maxwell GMC uh, price on the entire lineup of new trucks, Sierras, Yukons, Terrains, uh, Acadias, Canyons, and even the professional grade heavy duty GMCs are included. Go see our friends, Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or check them out online 
NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. All right, coming back, we'll close this whole thing up. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse. Check us out 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. Hey, want to remind you, regulators, about uh, farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Cody and I talk all week long about the stuff on the ranch and gates and fencing and uh, for handling equipment, ranching equipment, fencing feeders, rodeo arenas. We're proud to offer you the top quality of product products available on the farm and ranch market today at farmranchstore.com we got prefert powder river ww manufacturer all trusted names in the industry looking for that boar buster hog traps hogs have gone crazy uh cody ryan saw his first hog on the farm mm, come on not not boar buster hog traps we got them at farmranchstore.com hey farmranchstore.com that's where the landowner goes to get the work done now it's time for Dirt Talk. A few days before he turned 80, he was sitting out back in a rocker. He said, what you been up to lately? I told him chasing a dollar. And in between sips of coffee, he poured this wisdom out. He said, if you want my two cents on making a dollar count, buy dirt. Find the one you can't live with. All right, by Dirt. Dirt Talk brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at BuyBassDropProperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they can help you with that too. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Anne's business, law, and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy BassDropProperty.com and you. Better together. So as I'm traveling the country and I'm in, uh, I'm in New Mexico right now at about, mm, about 8,000 feet, <laughs> lovely beautiful um just uh spent some time i got some notifications that there was some property for sale in some of the areas that i'm looking for so I, typically i'll try to find a piece of property or i'll or i'll happen across one but i always refer the ones that i'm interested in to jill and ann at uh, buybastropproperty.com and get, I want their opinion on it. I want to know what's been happening with that piece of property. Cause they can look up and they can say, Oh, it was up for sale two years ago. Um, they just down dropped the price or it's been at that price for six months. There's a read, there must be something going on there. Um, I just love having that resource, but I, I have some little notifiers up on some websites and stuff that tell me when something in the area that I'm looking for gets posted. 
Plus, I still look in the thrifty nickels and the little newspapers and the uh, little local papers to find out if there's something that I'm that's not posted on the big websites. And lastly, don't be shy about going and driving around an area to try and find a piece of property that maybe is not listed or talk to locals about it. Um, Cause they're not, everything that's for sale is not always listed. Um, everything is for sale. <laughs> everything, everything, every, actually everything is for sale. And, and, and I'll tell you up here, the, the prices up here in the mountains, they're not cheap. There's, you know, the, the, the land is, is they're having the same thing going on around here as they are in, in most areas in the country. Um, but it doesn't stop me. It hasn't stopped me from looking and considering other pieces of property. So, I mean, I'm, I'm of the mindset that, uh, anyway, I was joking the other day that I have, I, I always thought I wanted as much dirt as possible. And then you have to figure out how to take care of it. And <laughs> you become you, the you groundskeeper, that, don't you? Yeah. That, that half an acre sounds pretty good sometimes. Uh, but I, uh, I thought it was interesting in your show notes here, TJ, that you had, uh, YouTube as a resource for fixing stuff. And it's so true, man. There are so many times, I mean, if you want to be honest, that there's times where you just can't get something figured out. I can't figure out how to get this. You know, I got a, uh, a post in the ground that I can't get out. I've tried every trick that I've ever been told or heard of. And then you find that one video that has that guy like try this way, you know, and you try that way to get that post out and it comes out of the ground and it's just I know. amazing. Is you know, I, I did that with, with the winch. We were trying to pull, I mean, posts out. The guy on YouTube said, oh, just get oh, a spare, use your spare tire. A winch. A winch. A front I, winch, electric, you know, winch. 12,000 pound. Be mad at you. Oh, man. My winch. <laughs> I sent her out I there. my winch go pull them fence posts. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with her. Oh, sorry, Carmen. I didn't mean to. <clears throat> that was all Cody's fault. Yeah, it was me. But, sorry. But anyways, I used these. like, get the spare tire, and you put it up right next to the post or pole or whatever you're trying to pull out. And use it so that when it pulls over the top, it pulls up and over. And the tire just kind of creases along with it a little bit. And, man, it just was, it popped all of those fence posts out. Just like yeah. so mad. so many of those little farm hacks that you can find on the YouTubes. And I think it's pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of things that have been fixed around the lazy g over here would you ever consider doing one why why haven't you you've got a lot of ideas why don't you become a youtube rock star and go hey this is what i think oh gosh don't give him one more no, thing i actually put in have, his head i started one i started one and uh it's hard i got one video in and it's yeah the 12 views from my family and <laughs> It's, it's really hard, man. It's got to be something you commit to, you know, as a YouTuber. It is. Well, we, 
So. We do a pretty good job over at KOZ Kids Outdoor Zone. We have a Kids Outdoor Zone, a KOZ TV uh, YouTube channel, and it, and we do pretty good there. We post, we've got a couple hundred videos on there. Um, we don't do, you know, how-to videos over there, not really like on how to pull a fence post. But anyway, I th there's so much to learn about the outdoors, to learn about the dirt, to learn about um, – but you need to have, you need to be able to get dirt under your fingernails. And I just think it's in, it, if there was one thing I would tell the young me years ago is save up your money and buy a piece of dirt because it ain't getting cheaper. And um, so buy bassdropproperty.com, buy bassdropproperty.com. I think it's incredibly uh, smart to own a piece of dirt and i know a lot of my nephews my little nephews and stuff in georgia and they, they they grow up thinking hey i need to buy a piece of dirt and they'll buy something while they're in high school you know hey, they'll by the way tj they're not like your little nephews anymore we're all like 40 years 40 plus. like i'm one of the younger <laughs> ones right <laughs> i'm one of the younger ones and i'm 39 years old i was thinking about that the other day uh yesterday as a matter of fact that Holy cow, like I have grown up in a weird generation where we had none of the technology, right? For a majority of my growing up, I didn't have a cell phone till I was 17. And then that cell phone wasn't even like, I didn't have a smartphone. Yeah, but until you have the in. same number as you did when you very first started. <laughs> yeah. I did. that weird? Yeah, huh. no. I, How does that, that happen? just makes sense. But, you know, and then didn't have a smartphone until I was in my mid twenties and the smartphone back then was nothing like it is to, right. A Blackberry. Remember the original Blackberry? Yeah. I hated Blackberries. Text and emails. That was it, man. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just interesting how times have changed. And then I realized watching a documentary as well the other <clears> day <throat> that there are adults that were not born when nine eleven happened. I know that kids, I had them raise their hand at KOZ about that. And they're like, uh, no, none, none of them, none of them were alive. Right. That blows my mind. Well, I think it's, I think it's part of the getting problem old. too is getting old. You got a bunch of, um, I was thinking about it the other day when you have all these, um, all of the, um, unrest in the streets the last summer or two two years ago and uh and you look at who was in those who were in those crowds and and who's wanting to defund america and defund the police and all that stuff it's a bunch of kids that have no idea what what happened before they got here and the and the blood sweat and tears uh that our forefathers you know our grandfathers did to give us the ability to live this incredible life like no other place on the planet. You can go buy a piece of dirt. I met a guy on the top of Mount Wheeler Peak, and he was from China, 24-year-old guy. And I said, what are you doing up here? He goes, man, I'm climbing everything. I'm going into parks. I'm doing, I'm in, and he said, because in my country, you can't do this. Hmm. Can be taken and I mean, away. he was a, a kid from China on a visa touring and wants to be an american wants to be a part of america because you can't do it in china it was an incredible conversation we are blessed 
Well, as Cody mentioned, the Founding Fathers had some really good ideas that they put into the Constitution, and I've been reading up on these Founding Fathers, and one of the quotes was uh, from Thomas Jefferson. He said, if you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. I really like like that that one, actually. That's probably the best one you've come up with, Beefsteak. Hmm. All right, 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Don't you know that you are God's temple and God's spirit lives in you? Live it. Love it. Learn it. Thanks for hanging out with me, us. Same place, same time next week. Hey, shout out to my wife. I love you, dear. And uh, hey, this week, get a kid off the couch. Take him for a walk in the park. Show him the birds, the trees. Heck, take him hunting. Take him fishing. Take him up a mountain. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. If you want information on a hunting and fishing ministry for your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate to an outdoor ministry for boys, Kids Outdoor Zone, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll take trucks, cars, trailers, land cash um and you will support the program of kids outdoor zone and no kid left inside i think that's it for us glad to be a part of this show and you regulators out there our listeners our podcast listeners thank you for sharing uh i think that's it from the mountaintop coming that way boys regulators let's mount up and i'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can.